Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A company called Bang Bros wants to shoot you in Florida. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'd only work with you. So I went to Florida and I shot three scenes with him and I loved everything from how they treated us and took care of us. It was like really like a, like a production and it was safe. We got tested. We had like, you know, rules and things that we, what we wanted to do, what we didn't want to do. So for me being the young, dumb and full come, you know, girl into being 21 and wanting to experience our experiment too. It was, it was for me like a safe space that I could do that and do it with the right people. So I went back to Texas and moved to LA a week later and I've been here ever since. And so my motto was go big or go home. I miss Texas. Never went home. Did you tell your parents immediately? Um, not immediately. Um, I told my father first because I knew my dad watched porn. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. <laughs> Hi. Hi. This bitch is high. Okay. Hi. This bitch is high. We've had to start twice. I'm in deep. I was in deep thought and she was, it was basically my turn to turn to speak. And I was thinking about our guest right now who we have here. And I was deeply thinking about like, I was like, what is my favorite scene of hers? Cause I've watched a lot of her. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We talked about this on her, on her podcast. And I was like, I'm like meeting like someone like done a lot for me <laughs> she doesn't even know how much she's done for me <laughs> in pleasure and masturbation <laughs> you guys... anyway that's what i was thinking if you must know so hi happy wednesday happy wednesday you guys it's september and we are talking all things sexual wellness september so i think without further ado erica cannot wait to introduce you to our guest today she has been on we've been on her podcast she has the world's best big booty, and she's also from the hit podcast, White Girl Politicking, Alexis, Texas. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's funny because I kind of figured that it was something to do with one of my scenes is what was lost in your thought. You did? You I, knew? I was going to say it, but I was like, let me not say it first. But I was like, is she going down like the checklist of which ones she's masturbated to or trying to have like the top three? And did you research before I came here? I did last not. Night? No, I didn't. Or playback, not research, but playback. Your top favorites. I didn't reach. I did zero research before coming here because I like I I know her. This this is my homegirl. We're just going to talk. But then I thought, wait, she is my homegirl, but I have also masturbated to her. Which is (laughs) I love that. But I I really want you guys to know that I looked over at her and she was like, it was me. (laughs) She was like body rolling. So I thought maybe that meant she was ready to go. But so when I started and she completely said nothing, I was really confused about what you possibly could be like. Body rolling and thinking about at the same time. I didn't have maybe that's one of my moves and you were watching <laughs> and you're back. Does that look familiar to you? Kind of, maybe. Okay. It's what you're rolling on, which, you know, you know, body wave. I'm going to have to. <laughs> I need those moves. I, know, I don't know if I'm doing Lots enough of this. tutorials. It, was, it just took me back. It took me back there real quick in my mind. I, I forgot you guys were here for a second. I saw. I saw. Hi, you. we're here. Hey, nice oh, my God. The girl in You can pinch me. Here. I'm actually here. Not in your screen, oh girl, or your God. phone, or however you watch porn. You I don't know how you tune I knew it. Thank you. Do you watch porn on your phone or on your computer? Both. I never watched porn on my phone until maybe last year. One (laughs) time, like, my computer was like, I didn't have a choice. And so I was like, I thought it was weird, too. I was like, this is not going to be enjoyable. Too small. And But it worked. And now what I do, actually, is I always look for it on my phone. And then if I'm home, I Bluetooth it to my TV. (laughs) So it's big. You just go for it. I did that last night. Yep. I did that last night. Just go for it. Mm -hmm. Nice. With um, the... The suckable dick that Samaya gave us, mm-hmm. remember the one that sticks to the wall? The silicone, silicone uh huh. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, suckable dick. I'm like, I think that is <laughs> And my magic wand. I got a new vibrator. Oh, she did the penetration plus the wand mm-hmm. on the top. The, you know, the dick that sticks to the wall, it always falls off. And yeah, I think, I think it, has, it has to be like on a like, um, like a, like a mirrored closet, like a, 
Yeah. And it has it to be has to, It's really good, you know, from an expert. I mean, you know, like if you have a glass shower type thing, because it has like a more of a suction, yeah. you've got to really like kind of really? like maneuver it on there. Like my, my and then you go to like the wall. break the shower. No, because the wall has to be, you know, <laughs> maybe the tile. Go to the tile. <laughs> the tile. Go try it. Tile. Because uh, yeah. you can still move it so you can't, you know. But I didn't feel like, then I can't watch TV. Put it, like, you know, they have those phone things, you know, in the shower. You can That's just pop a lot it for there. masturbation. Like, I've already I mean, I'm trying to help you help Listen, yourself. I'm <laughs> all about, I invest in my sexual pleasure. I, we've, I've spent a lot of money for my pleasure. My man also is very highly invested in our pleasure. And so I'm down. But the TV is a non-negotiable. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to also bring a, a full-size or a good-size television in my shower just mm. for porn. For me, that you feels... Just put your, you put your ma- computer on. <laughs> what about porn. an iPad that's tablet? That's porn addiction. <laughs> and I, you, and you I may or may not have that, but... <laughs> I'm like, I think you're almost on your way. Think, <laughs> I, don't I, don't way. Think, I don't think you need to fully invest in it. To this, I, don't, this capacity. I don't know many women who have, like, a favorite porn, like, star person. Like, the first time we went on Alexis's show, she was like, I can't wait. I was like, what? She's like... I don't know if I should tell her, but I've come to a lot of her videos. I was like, you're acting strange. It was like as we were walking up to her apartment, she was I like so, finally told her the news. She was so happy. I was like, whoa. You're- I love to hear. You never really hear that from a lot of women. So I always feel like it's much more appreciated from a woman because I feel like it's just a different kind of like you're hot and like you're good at what you do. So it's like, it's, you know, I like it. I like hearing it from women more. And I even sent y'all home with toys. You know, how are those? I still the... have it. Actually, I saw it last that night. That toy is stronger my... than a motherfucker. When I was looking for my suction dick. I also saw this big, huge pink hammer fucking shit. That Laying it down. Everything's bigger in Texas. We don't mess around. That it's huge. That <laughs> gives Texas a little bit. That's not huge. It's not even, you know. It's just like, it's, you know, Powerful. I think I'm used to like my You're little like, tiny You're like, he's giving me to shake. <laughs> like, this bitch don't even have a low. This is the low. You know, there's levels to this shit. That's where, you know. <laughs> you're at the high, you're a high level hoe. You're at the high level, okay? High level hoe. High level hoe. Only high level hoes around here. You be a hoe, then you better be high level. So show. I mean, <laughs> what other kind of hoe are you going to be? Uh, from from a hoe myself, I, 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 I am a high level hoe. Um, When we went on Alexis's show, we said, we're going to do a collab. And we kept trying to make it happen. And then we did it. And then. We just went to Miami, and we're at the pool at the W, and I was like, is that our friend? Alexis! <laughs> Alexis! Yes. And I was like, it is! And it then is so funny. We, we frolicked around at the pool together and at the W in Miami, and I was like, it's meant to be. So I felt the same. I was like, you know, I, we keep saying it, and like schedules are always crazy. I was like, but this is like a sign. I'm believing the energies and signs, so I was like, I have to make this happen. And, you know, it's just how it works out. Especially when we live up the street. We never see each other in L.A. I know. I, know. I, I feel like that always happens. I feel like a lot of people like from L.A. always see people more from out of town, like when you're out of town together. Because you're, and you're getting your zone at home. Yeah, it's true. You know, like you're, you're not. To, to get out of the zone, it's it's difficult. Like I'm the, I'll make plans and I'll be like, oh, no, this interrupts my zone. I, that I, got, I don't know what I was thinking about. I need to cancel this. So I want to be alone. I just want <laughs> <laughs> to watch my mind. porn. <laughs> I not. Go to Alexis, Texas. <laughs> no, I'm busy. In my dark living room. The <laughs> on the TV. <laughs> TV screen. <laughs> Jesus. You know what's going on on the Erica's couch. As you light a candle, it's a vibe. <laughs> vibes are good. Vibes are good. Um, oh, Alexis also saved my life in Miami because uh, we had a little incident at the pool. Um, I don't know. I was being, I guess I was being a little bitch and I said something rude and untasteful to one of my friends. And she started crying and I was not prepared. I didn't know what to do. It happened in like a split second. Like I said something and then it was like immediate tears. And I, I didn't like, really hear what you said, but you said it and it was like a conversation that seemed like it was meaningful. And then she, you were like, went you we said were- it and then she cried and I was like, oh, I don't think this landed very well. I was like, hey, everybody want to see something fun? And I just started shaking my butt because, you know, how can you deny a big booty? Like, you know, you can't. Nobody wants to cry in Miami at the pool. You gotta, like, you know, shake it up a little with your big booty. Oh, I knew that my <laughs> my dream porn star would also save my life. I've seen I've <laughs> saved her life multiple. She saved my life multiple times. <laughs> she just started shaking ass immediately in my friend's face. And, For, she and immediately forgot. She was, like, forgot about it, and I was like, "Thank you." Did she even have Did she even have time to say any words? She like I think she it was said, just tears. She just said, that was me. <laughs> and then Alexis yeah. came over and shook ass, and then she was like. <laughs> 
yeah. And I was like, not that was me. It was because I was like, ooh, I, I don't know what was mean, but I would think that she, and it was because you were like just owning what you said. Yeah. You were just being like kind of funny, but snarky. And I don't know what the context was. It was not even, it was, that's why I was But she took it that way. And the then conversation she was, like, was just, it was not a mean conversation. And then I said something snarky and then it was personal for her and it just did something. It hit, it hit a trigger. Yeah. And, sure. and Alexa, big booty to save the day, yes, you know. I should the trigger saver. <laughs> so thank you. Thank You're you so welcome. Much. You're welcome. Anytime my booty's around, I you know, wish that I, I could wish. have Alexis Texas's ass just on <laughs> call, like Press ring a bell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh, I, I think I the fucked booty up. Fairy. <laughs> the booty fairy. <laughs> it was the booty fairy. Well, that's a fact. I like that. Maybe it'd be, that's your new. We're on to something. Oh my God, that's the name of the episode with the booty fairy. The booty fairy. <laughs> yeah, Alexis Texas, the booty fairy. I like that. I like that. Well, Alexis, I mean, we don't, I don't actually know that much about your like history into, you know, your industry and what you do. I'm assuming you're from Texas. That yeah, would be weird would if you think, weren't. You know, um, I'm actually, I was, I'm You're from, not from Texas? I mean, oh, wait, I wasn't wait. born in Texas. Okay. No. You grew up there. You spent a considerable, a considerable amount of time. I was raised in Texas. Okay, yeah. So I'm a military brat. Um, I was born in Panama and then I was, I've been in Texas from three to 21. And then when I turned 21, I went to LA, not exactly like that, but from 21 to current, I've been in LA. You're from Texas, okay? Exactly. Texas? Uh, the San Antonio area, small town outside San Antonio. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Small, small town, one, well, one stoplight. I think there's like two nowadays, but you know, it's <laughs> definitely grown since I left. Your family's still there? Uh, my mom is still there. Uh, my dad is in Florida, um, and then my sisters and brothers and are kind of like all scattered out from Texas to uh, Baltimore. Are you the youngest, oldest, middle? I am the youngest girl from my mother and father's um, relationship. And then my parents both remarried. So they have, um, I have a half brother who's younger than I am. And then I have stepbrothers and sisters. When you moved to LA at 21, were you like going to go like become a Hollywood star? What was your like? No. And that's why I was like kind of different. So I didn't come out here to like be the star or whatever. I kind of got into porn whenever porn was a reality-based type thing. It's reality porn was really new. And a company called Shane's World was doing a line called College Amateur Tour. So I was a bartender in San Marcos, Texas, at Texas State. And they kind of, um, these guys approached me. And I thought that because a week before, um, I was approached by the Eliminate people, the casting people. So it was kind of like that because they were always trying to get college people to be in what they were doing, their production. So I thought it was them again. So I... Um, so I was like, if you want to talk to me, you have to come and buy a drink from the bar. Like, I'm, you know, I'm about to go to work, blah, blah, blah. So they told me their whole spiel. They're like, look, you know, we're from L.A. We're doing a line called College Amateur Tour. We're trying to get girls in college that have never done porn before to do a scene on camera with this guy. And I'm like, OK, cool. So they were like, we're going to Austin. And I never heard from them. Like, they like went to Austin, which is the town next over to us, which is like a big town, party town. And they were like, we'll call you later. Well, they never called. So me being like not liking rejection the next day, I was like, well, I guess you really don't want me to be in your movie anyways. <laughs> so immediately they called me and they're like, we didn't think you would want to be in it. And they were like on their way to Houston for a flight back to L.A. So they're like, we'll turn right back around like right now. So they just kept me on the phone because I would didn't say yes but I was like provoking a conversation so they're like well basically putting on the phone to like convince me to like mm-hmm. do what I was gonna do so for me I was young dumb and full of cum and I was like I could <laughs> I make say, a lot pretty, of money that's pretty bold a, a bold choice to make well at that time too I feel like porn wasn't as it is what it is today like I said it was the first kind of new um, internet type based porn so before it's like and they even said they were like if you do this porn it's like finding a needle in a haystack not a lot everybody's gonna find it because there's so much porn out there on dvd and dvd takes a long time to replicate and yada yada um but so with, that's what they tell people so that they feel more comfortable well at that it. time it was true because yeah. it was like 2006 okay. so this was like back back before you know all those i think blu-ray came around and all that stuff like that so <laughs> internet porn dating myself um so yeah so that happened and then i ended up doing the scene with the guy because I was like I would have had sex with him anyways so I was like fuck it never thought anything about what would come of it I didn't think I would do porn anymore so we kept in contact and he was like a company called Bang Bros wants to shoot you in Florida and I was like oh okay well I'm, I'd only work with you so I went to Florida and I shot three scenes with him and I loved everything from how they treated us and took care of us it was like really like a, like a production and it was safe we got tested we had like you know rules and things that we what we wanted to do what we didn't want to do so for me being the young dumb and full come you know girl into being 21 and wanting to experience our experiment too it was, it was for me like a safe space that I could do that and do it with the right people 
So I went back to Texas and moved to L.A. a week later, and I've been here ever since. And so my motto was, go big or go home. I miss Texas, never went home. I see. Did you tell your parents immediately? Um, not immediately. Um, I told my father first because I knew my dad watched porn, and my <laughs> oh, stepmother looks like our body types are very similar. So I didn't want to, like, scar my father. Uh, so I was just like, um, I have to tell you something. And I was like... I'm a Puerto Rican, and it's your fault, so I have a sex drive like a man, and I did porn. And he was like... Wait, what about Puerto Ricans? Because <laughs> he's Puerto Rican. Oh. I'm Puerto Rican, oh. so, so they, say that, they say that Puerto Ricans have really high sex drives. So I know you're Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican, German, Norwegian. Okay. Nice little so melting exotical. pot. Yes. <laughs> so he, I just kind of like pushed it out there like that, and he was just like, are you serious? Not blaming like, Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, I hear this Alexis. <laughs> in the name of Puerto Rico. So because uh, um, thank you, Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rican, <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. I'll be fucking on camera now. Well, it's, <laughs> it's your fault. You know, we are just highly sexual. You know, Puerto Ricans are just highly sexual. Which even when I had a civilian job um, in the in this nursing home, this lady, she was a Puerto Rican lady. She was like, "Don't open your legs to any Puerto Rican man." She's like, "They're all cheaters." <laughs> She's like, "They fuck everything." I was like, "Okay, ma'am, I'm sorry that you got cheated on." <laughs> so do I. So do I. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this is a calling for me. <laughs> so I just kind of like preface it that way and he's like well is this something that you want to do and I was like for me I do I was like nobody's forcing me everybody's their biggest thing was that I was my decision and no one was forcing me to do something I was like I'm not on drugs I'm not you know it's a conscious decision I'm just a highly sexual person and I that's how I express myself like my art that's my art so he was like I support you whatever you want to do like that's what you want to do so um yeah so he was kind of I wouldn't say like on board but he was supportive as much as he could be um, I always say, like, you know, it's not something that I think parents ideally want their kids to grow up and be. But it's, like, for me, it was more about the support and just having, like, you don't have to obviously Hide. be a cheerleader or whatever. But, you know, for me, like, let me be me and figure out what that means for myself and still be a loving person or a parent for me. So I was fortunate to have that. My mom, I told later on because she was more reserved, more, like, very Republican. And I knew that she wouldn't watch it or wouldn't come across those things. Um, but she got told by... Someone on her side of the family, it popped up on like a, a back in the day was MySpace ads, I think. Mm. So it was an Adam and Eve ad. And then like my cousin found out, told my whole family and it was the whole thing. So that was interesting. But the same with her. She, I mean, again, it wasn't something she ideally was like, oh, my God, good for you. I'm so happy for you. But she was like, if this is what you want to do, like, I support you. Um, I just wish you would have told me like sooner. And I was just like, that's not really a conversation that I knew how to bring up. And I thought that I would be disowned and have people like use it against me. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I was very fortunate that that wasn't my case. And I was very supported from my family and moving forward, especially my, my immediate family, which for me was the most important part. Mm. Now you're a fucking star. <laughs> Wait, did, yeah, your dad literally. Ever, did your dad ever roll across your porn? Has that ever been? No, a no, no. Did you ever consider that you might have ruined your dad's relationship? Well, I with did. Porn? I was going to say, like, your dad now, now he has to only porn. go on the DVDs. So before it was <laughs> our the- thing, <laughs> I was like, I definitely ruined porn from my dad because he was like, I just didn't ever want to like accidentally even come anything across. So our biggest thing back then was because he was a big fan of Howard Stern. Oh so God, I could too. never go on Howard Stern's show because he was like, if you go on that and mess that up for me, he's like, I won't like him because how he speaks to women and yada, yada, yada. So I was like, okay, fine, it's done. You have... So when I was contracted with Adam and Eve, which is a host or a sponsor of that show, I was supposed to go on and I had to put in my contract that I would not go on there. I think he found out at one point and put like some kind of like teaser thing on his like, commercial about like, my sex noises or something like that to be like catty or funny about it but because oh, he knew <laughs> but oh yeah God. I was like what I feel like, like it's nothing against you it's just I'm trying not to root everything from my what father what an asshole like, <laughs> and he's a dad <laughs> dick He's a so, dick. He's famous for being a dick. Though. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. My dad was like, if he talks to you a certain way, he's like, I just don't know if I would ever like, you know, watch him or whatever. I was like, all right. And then years later, he's like, I don't mind anymore if you go. And I was like, it's that ship has sailed. I'm not going back. I can't, can't show my face. <laughs> Howard, it's me. I'm ready now. Remember, remember me? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Did all dads love Howard Stern? I grew up listening to so much fucking Howard Stern. It was just, like, the most raunchiest thing that was allowed to be, like, it was, again, that's the taboo thing, but it was still allowed to be on radio. You didn't have to, like, go watch some naughty channel that you weren't. So it had some fuzzy stuff in the background, you know? So I feel like everybody has explored, which I was like, it's just... It's human nature. Like, if we, the more we communicate and talk about sexual things, and you know, obviously, there's different ways of doing it and like, you know, presenting it, but it's common. So it's like the more we educate, the better I think that it is. It's, it's human. I, I think that's. I think that's probably part of the reason you're so successful too. Like, obviously, you're hot, fine as hell, and you have a fat, beautiful ass. Thank you. 
and and you know all those great things but also like when you have when you know you're supported in what you're doing and you don't feel like guilt or shame or like that you're hiding in whatever it is that you do you can do it you can explore it you can feel around and look around and like make the decision for yourself what if you're like experiencing like oh no like my parents may not you know love or support me or you know like the people who are your core support systems it's literally like safety if you feel safe enough to explore in anything that you decide then it's probably easier to like get success because you're not worried about those like you know you're just for sure I definitely think it had a part in the play and of why I was I think I've always been confident um I think we just being confident with my sexuality um because I feel like as much as I was you know a promiscuous to a point in my previous life before porn I learned way more things through porn and I feel like it kind of allowed me to explore my sexuality and find out what I liked as a woman and entertaining different partners that I wouldn't have necessarily would have in the outside world but unlocked so many things about me that I don't think that I would have achieved if I hadn't been in the business well I mean I was we were just talking about this and talking about how pleasure and sex if you feel confident in those spaces inevitably trickles down to other areas of your life like if you feel empowered in your sexual energy as a woman like you feel like you can walk into a room and you're you're the shit or you feel like you can ask for things yes because you're you're actively exploring those things and especially in porn like you are obviously trying a bunch of different things and also having to say no having to have boundaries yeah hopefully and maybe that's that's the lesson maybe you learned long like as you went on to to be able to really advocate and have <clears throat> a, like ownership over autonomy over your, your body, your body yeah. and your needs and your desires and and that's what i think about when you know porn i feel like it gets such a bad name from a lot of people where it's like is there certain th- bad things out there for some people? Sure, yeah. But I feel like, you know, there's so much more good that, you know, can come out of it than people, like, put on it. And I feel like it's not for everybody. Well, then people don't need to critique it. It's just, like, get what you want out of it and move on. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it's definitely about exploring and learning about, like, what really works for you and in, in, like, the safe spaces and really enjoying what those things are and not feeling any guilt about it and not feeling, like, shame about it from your peers or anything. For me, the shame came later on from partners trying to change what that was and what that looked like for them which kind of shadowed it on, on myself and then to the words like where do these disconnect and where do you kind of begin and that came later on in life but I feel like um it again I feel like I I had a, a great career thus far like where it's kind of just made me elevated as a female and made me feel empowered about my sexuality and who I who I am and who I can become do you feel, um, or I'm, I'm curious to know, like you said that, you know, you were somewhat promiscuous, whatever, the, you know, people take that with a grain of salt because that's, you know, different for everyone before porn. But like, what, what was your introduction into sex? Like, and did you have parents? I mean, they seem very, I know that was probably a process of acceptance, but they seem pretty accepting because a lot of parents would be like flip, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you have a space with your parents that you could talk to them about sex? Like when you lost your virginity? Was it uh, your parents, someone that you would ever have shared that thing? Absolutely not. I think that my parents were good at guiding. I always say, you know, as you get older, you know, you do work and you figure things out where it's like they were good at giving me the frame of the home, but they weren't giving me like the insides of what that home what look, will look like as far as emotional aspects and things like that. So for me, as far as the safety of asking what sex was or what the right proper ways to do with them in that level at that point no I wasn't there I think at that point it was more learning from your peers and which is kind of very toxic because it's it's just like you don't know what's (laughs) right or wrong and who they heard that from if it's from their older sister or they heard something on tv or whatever it is um so for me it was more exploring on myself like by myself I was always like um like a nomad like I wanted just to learn like I had all my guy friends I was like show me what your dicks look like and I'll show you how to take a bra off with one hand but I didn't care what their dicks look like sexually I just was curious of what different dicks look like mm. so it was just like always that like that's why my friends weren't really surprised but they were surprised because no one has ever been a, like friends or had somebody that they know and been a porn star but I was always like sexual like I would always flash my tits I was always very like open with those things um so for me, it was just, I don't, I really can't say natural, but I just felt like I knew that, I knew what my body could obtain and I knew what that meant. And in a lot of ways, it was how to dictate attention from men and validation and like what that seeking stuff was too. But it was more for myself, not really from them, but I used them to channel that, if that kind of makes sense. I think like 
at that age, if I think like about like 16, 15, when you start to like come into puberty, and you start to explore yourself and like your sexuality. Like I feel like being promiscuous at that age is like a norm because it's like you start to become curious. And if you allow yourself to kind of like scratch that itch, I think that's like a, the natural evolution of like being a woman and tapping into like not necessarily your sensuality, but your sexuality. Because I think I do think women are sexual in a different way than men are, you know, like just like you, like you, you like even hearing Erica, you know, love your porn. It's not that like it's a different level of like, oh, so you see me because, you know, men just want to see like can just jerk off and get off. But like women, we have a more like um, creative imagination when it comes mm-hmm. to sex and i think like i mean innately we're women you know it's like the divine feminine but that at, at like that's the time where it starts to kind of like come out the phoenix starts to come out the sexual phoenix of woman your womanhood and like a lot of times it feels like i always say like my, my vampire fangs came in because i remember there's like you know and it, like immediately yeah. i was like awakened and it was like whoo bitch like yeah. if, I, if my mom or anyone could have really just been like let's talk about this and that's you know? the funny thing is because it's like the more in those you know at that time it's like people don't know how and have the tools to kind of like speak about themselves themselves either it's because of their past or whatever it is where it's like sometimes because we don't talk about it then we go into difficult situations because we don't know what is accurate and we don't know what it is so it's like the the middle ground of over talking it and not delivering and not giving any information and like letting them kind of figure it themselves out where it's like me is I didn't know. So I explored and I had it like, I just did it with a friend because I was like, yeah, it's like, let's just try it out. But it wasn't anything intimate. It wasn't anything that was like, we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. It was just like, we were at a party. We were bored and we're like, let's do it. Everyone else has done it. And I mean, I don't regret it, but it's also one of those things that I didn't know what I was doing in that situation where I was like, if I would have maybe had someone sit you down other than like your school counselor, like the whole, like nobody wants to hear like the whole sex education thing, but in the, in the way that you could kind of interpret it, I probably would have made a better decisions. Um, but yeah, you mean, you just don't ever know, I guess, really. I, I, it's true. Cause there's all, there is like a level of power that comes from like i remember being like a teenager and like discovering my sexuality and like being like feeling empowered or ways or like i don't know like well, you know you could get things yeah like how to you like could, you could get attention what is it, it, it that could be attention mm-hmm. that could be it, usually it's attention at first yeah it's like there's it a power that and you, then it becomes objects money other other types of things even sex yeah like just the validation of having sex like you feeling like you're giving something to someone and then you're in exchange getting this like level of what could feel like love or attention like you said but i i agree like imagine when like our daughters get to like i mean you know we're talking about sex not sex but like their bodies and all these things all the time but like that excites me because inevitably like our little like our girls are going to have sex and they're going to be women and like i just think it's such a powerful like it's such a it's you're in such a powerful position as a parent to kind of like give them like the game but in a way that's not like scary like don't get yeah. pregnant it's so special people, like you know yeah. what I mean? you know like they like knowledge is power and that's what it's like if you give it and deliver it the right way then it could be you know delivered in a beautiful way where they don't either aim it make your mistakes or do it in a way that works for them where it's like i've had friends before in the past were that were so strict that they did the complete opposite just because they could and then i've had people that were super crazy hippies that did all kinds of crazy stuff in front of them and my friend was the complete opposite because she knew and saw what that did and it wasn't for her but she you know respected her parents because he did that stuff but it's like again knowledge is power it's like if we make something bad they people think that it's bad for no reason so it's like tell me why sex is bad tell me why you know because it's not bad in certain levels but it's bad at certain times or instances. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you could tell, like, if you could, like, tell yourself anything as you were, as you entered into this industry and who you are now, like, what would be the advice that you would give that 21-year-old version of Alexis? Um, just take your time and that, you know, and I feel like I kind of really did those things where it's like I never did anything for anybody else but myself. 
So don't do things that other people want you to do them. Do them because it feels good for you. And, you know, as long as you could sleep a night every night and you have feel comfortable doing what you did that day, then to each his own. I would like just like I think about porn sometimes because I, I actually don't know like how often people shoot scenes or like if you're under a contract and then you have a certain amount of scenes you're supposed to do within that contract. But I think about like even just work in general, like sometimes you go to the office and you just don't fucking feel like it. You're like, I don't really feel like it, mm-hmm. but I'm here. Like, how do you, how have you been able to kind of, I don't know, like be able to tap into your pleasure? Because one thing I will say is when I watch you, I think one of the reasons, because that's also what I was thinking about was like, what is it that like, obviously you're beautiful and I love big booties, but like, what is it about Alexis that um, like stuck with me in those videos that kept me going to search her? And it was your casual confidence. Mm-hmm. Because there's, you know, every porn star or person who's doing porn has, they have, there's there's certain roles that they play, you know, like there's the one who's like always like, um, she's like more of like the submissive one or there's this one bitch, fuck, her fucking voice irritates me so much. Her sex sounds. (laughs) I like certain people's sex sounds. Certain people's sex sounds. I was like, you are really trying to pull through for this one today. Um, But like, yeah, how, how. as being in an industry and this being a, your job, how have you had to kind of move through those moments? You know, it's it's funny because it's like everyone's like everyone always is like, oh, I want to be a porn star. Oh, I want to be a porn star. And like yeah, everybody ultimately does. But they forget that it is a job. So it's like for me, I say like we're sexual athletes. So there's times that mm. I'm not going to work for the fact of. I'm going to, I'm not going there in intentions of like, that's my man or that's my boyfriend or that's whatever. For me, it's like, I'm going there to fuck and that's what I'm there going there to do. And for me, I have a job. So for me, do you like hype yourself up before? Like, do you like get into (laughs) sexual energy before or does it just kind of happen when it's in? I think at the time, like, cause it's been five plus years since I've done porn, Mm -hmm. um, other than like with myself, but you know, back then it used to be, I used to go get, a, very cheesy, but I'd get a Red Bull, a Slim Jim, and I'd listen to Biggie because it was just, like, very. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because it was just very, like, inspiring and spoke to me, and it just felt like that's just what my game face was. And so I just walked into every experiences that I knew I was going to own it. And for me, it was just, like, I own my sexuality, and that's, what I think, the part that kind of makes me different from everybody else is that I just own it. And the time is, like, at that time when I got in the business, most my body type wasn't the norm. So I got called fat. I got called all these things and body shame. But I was like, but I'm also coming to work and I'm naked. So how do you make those two fit? And I'm just like, for me, I loved my body. I'm from Texas. I'm Southern. I don't, you know, so I always make jokes where like, I'm the girl that could eat on set because people would make, you know, those things. But I never felt inferior to those girls. It's just like, we're all the same. So I never felt that kind of thing. But they try to pin you and body shame on those levels that I just walked in there and it didn't matter if you were who you were mm-hmm. I just was gonna do my job and do it well and I also feel like my eyes speak to people's souls so there's that not intense at all <laughs> I can look right through you <laughs> give you what you want have you had like a lot of relationships that like the men have obviously dated you knowing what like what the deal is and then later try to like use it against you oh yeah all of them I feel like <laughs> uh, it's always like not a problem till it's a problem Unless, and usually it's because it's a selfish thing for them to, like, throw it back because they've done something, like, shameful. Like, um, I haven't been in that very many, very, uh, very many relationships. Um, but as far as, well, like, like, there was in the past that we, I was shooting scenes. We, he was, he knew that. Um, but I was contracted, so I did less of scenes. Uh, but our relationship was, so I was like, if you wanted to in the beginning, I was like, if you wanted to be an open relationship, like, let's set these boundaries now. He didn't want that. And he agreed with what I did. So later on, he ended up cheating on me and was like, well, you did scenes. And I was like, okay, but that wasn't the deal. What? So if you tried it, you had, you know, (laughs) if you wanted that life, you should have done it in the beginning. But knowing that there was other things going to happen with that. So I feel like in those instances, um, you know, definitely be like, oh, but you did that. And I'm like, okay, but you've known that. Like, this wasn't a secret. (laughs) That's me. I do that. Scene from something. (laughs) But Um, it's convenient for them. Exactly. And then in the past, I've had people that have chose if we were going to be in an intimate relationship that they didn't want me to work anymore. So it's like for me was um, I only actively chose to do that in one relationship because for me, I was just in a place where I wasn't shooting stuff. So it didn't really matter to me to walk away. Um, But yeah, most times it's I feel like it's always cool until it's not. They want to fuck Alexis Texas, but they don't want to get to know Alexis. So for me, dating in this world is kind of tricky because it's like I, I am both people. 
but I am one more than the other. Obviously, Alexis. That's true. <laughs> I know people would love to make it the other way. I know you'd love to yeah. think that this is this. not always Alexis Texas, but when she comes out to play. <laughs> do you desire to be like in a monogamous relationship or like be married or like what do, is that a desire for you? Um, I think so for sure. I think that when the right person comes along, I've done a lot of personal growth the last two years where it's like I wanted relationships before. Um, but I don't think I really knew what I needed from a relationship or what those standards look like for me. So I was kind of more, um, in a sense, just picking the wrong people because it was in front of my face, unfortunately, and not what was serving for me. Uh, so for me, I definitely would like to have a monogamous relationship. For me, I don't know what that really looks like. I'm open to a relationship of any sort. So I don't know what that would bring, but I'm open to, I'm open to it. Do you like women? I do like women. Do you like um, brown sugar? I do like brown sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Not brown sugar. <laughs> like, you like that brown sugar? Are you trying to take my bitch? <laughs> you know, me and like either trying to pimp, she's either trying to pimp you out or <laughs> both. You know, me and Erica, we never fight unless until it comes to our lesbian side, and we then we get catty as fuck. And it's whose dick is bigger? It's literally we're best for fucking wives until there's a little bitch, and they're like, "You like her? Me too." <laughs> I Sharing think, is caring. I can only think on like five occasions <laughs> where we've might have bickered about a bitch. Yeah. And that's mostly the only time <laughs> it comes out. Um, well, are you like, do you like women just like when you're drinking tequila or just all the time? Would you Wait, be in a relationship with a woman? Do you have a lighter? Yeah. You know, I do. <laughs> she has a lot of questions for you. You'd like that back when? So do I need to get you drunk or? Do I need to get you drunk? What do, we, what do we need to do after this? Oh, you have an appointment, but. I do, unfortunately. Um, so for me, I don't know if I technically, which I like to never say never. I don't know if I could be in a full-blown relationship with a female, but I do like being with a female. And I feel like I don't have to be drunk to be with a female. I feel like I, but I also like a female that likes a female and that's just one-sided. Where I feel like I've been with people in the past Women that were like so excited to fuck Alexis Texas, and then they were like, "Not really." Only wanted me to do things to them. I'm like, "What is my turn? This is this. What is this for me?" I think it's an equal opportunity type of situation, especially in like lesbian, um, like sex, is because one can't just get off without doing the other. Like you know, it's give and take. Got to do both. So yeah, I don't know about the relationship part, but again, I never say never. What are some things that like now that you've done, you know, some growing and some evaluating that. Alexis would like like what would you what are some things that you would need to have in a partner I'd need to have in a partner um I need someone who's confident I need someone who allows me to be me without having to like step on me and be an alpha female that I am um, I need someone who's supportive I need somebody that can communicate who's a leader <laughs> uh who's respectful who has uh integrity um who can make me laugh um yeah, it doesn't take life too seriously. Yeah. But just serious enough. <laughs> just serious on the very edge. Just serious enough that we, we get all the good we, things done, but we still, like, you know, have fun and we're playful about it. You know, someone to enjoy life with. I feel like life is, you know, it's – I've had a really great career, you know, life and things, and I feel like I'm at this point where I just want to share it with somebody. So whoever that may be, come on over. Mm, I, I, I see <laughs> that for you. I wish that for you. Love can be like, love should be fun and playful or else like, what the fuck is the point? Exactly. And that's why I feel like after the relationships I have been in and being divorced and, you know, having relationships that were (laughs) not fitting, I feel like I've definitely have realized what works for me and what doesn't. And it's like when you force something, it's never going to work out where it's just like, it just needs to be a free flowing thing where it's like, if it's meant to be, it'll meant to be where it's like at this stage, it's like all those little sayings it's like cliche but they're all really fucking true (laughs) i I always say that like i think when you find your person it's easy yeah like when you really find your person it really is mostly easy you know like if it's a lot of struggle it's probably not your person yeah and not to say like relationships aren't hard but i really feel like relationships are are difficult because you have to face yourself in different ways it's not they shouldn't be difficult because you're constantly clashing with another person but it's more about like a relationship is generally easy and the the like the obstacle comes from oh like damn this is a like well the mirroring that happens yeah like do i need to be better in this area like is it me like the self-evaluation that happens it's not like you did this and you did that and like even with me i sometimes find myself wanting to do that you know like but it's really like what is that that makes you want to like 
But I think that's also like growth within time and relationships. I think that, you know, everyone's nobody's perfect, but if you're willing to grow with each other and like work on that, then that speaks volumes for them just like throwing things away. Like people, I feel like people sometimes easily jump ship and don't want to do that, but it's true telling of like really focusing on when those pink flags are pink and they're really, you know, they're really red, but we, you know, we try to misguide them and try to be like, no, they don't mean that. We're just this or that where it's like, Sometimes it's all about like just recognizing what people are showing you in front of them and not what we want to see. No, I, I definitely agree. Well, I know we got to get out of here soon, but I wanted to play a little game with you. Game. Well, we have a few things we need to do before we get out of here. But okay. one of the things is we play a game with our guests called Trigger. Okay. And what we do is we just say a word and you say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So you ready to play Trigger? I'm ready to play Trigger. All right. This is Trigger with Alexis Texas, y'all. Love. Hearts. Hearts. Let me see the first one that comes up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> I get a question. Marriage. Tragic. <laughs> would you get married again? I would. I was just married to the wrong person. Okay. But yes. I, today I learned Alexis got married on Catalina Island. <laughs> I love Catalina wine mixer. Catalina, I associate that with my grandfather. We used to do that like so it just reminds me of like little kids and mm. shit. So it's almost like Disneyland to me. And they it's there's they upgraded. They have a beach club over there. there. Yeah, we're gonna take a little boat trip. I saw the beach club. You saw it? I was, I was there. I was, <laughs> my, my reception was behind it. But yeah. So she's like, That's my spot. It used to be at I least. need I need new memories from it. It's been quite Quite a long time. So, let's you know, go. Let's have a Catalina it. girls trip. There. Oh my god, let's that would be do so it. fun. Let's I'm down go. for that. You can even take a helicopter. Right? What? Oh, okay. okay. What? With Alexis. I'm with Alexis, Texas. She go big. Okay. <laughs> Fuck a boat. She's got a boat, bitch. <laughs> Five minutes. One helicopter. <laughs> <Fuck a ferry. laughs> oh, helicopter, baby. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, favorite porn category. I'm boring when it comes to that because I just fuck in them. I don't really watch them. What's your favorite porn category that you're always listed in? That, like the scene. What's your favorite scene? The type of scene that you would like that you liked? Um, uh, I just like just the threesome. Really, a two or a guy and a girl. I'm well, not two guys. That's too much for me. Sometimes. Too much. You're not into double penetration. You don't like the MSM. I just like, I just, I feel like there's too many things going on and I can't enjoy it myself. So if it's like a guy and a girl, I could get the best of both worlds. So it's like more of selfish reasons. I like to have my cake and eat it too. But I'm not a big porn watcher. I think if anything, I'd have to watch like, I'd either watch lesbian porn or I'd watch just basic boy girl sex. Mm. Uh, no, I like that. I could come, I could come to a commercial. Like I have a vivid imagination. I don't really need that, but. Do you masturbate a lot? I do masturbate a With lot. With or without porn? Without. Sounds like without. My, it's Imagine. either from sex, like actual sex things I've done or what I want to do or like those. Yeah, I've got a lot of things up here. Erotic <laughs> novels. <laughs> mm, you should write some erotic novels. Yeah, it might be your next. I know. I'm I would love to it. hear your erotic novels. And I have story time with Miss Texas because, you know, I have that phone sex operator voice and I make you all wet. Oh. <laughs> does, it, does it need to be an audio? <laughs> it's going to be it all, you know? Mm. <laughs> um, that just made me think of our, sh- our show in uh, in. October confessions of a good mom. Like, do we need Alexis? There? We do. I think we have a phone like, operator. Actually, while she's here, we're going to shoot a scene after this. <laughs> not, not a scene. <laughs> I know. Wait, I, hold up. And <laughs> let me clarify. <laughs> so, Alexis, I don't want to put you on the spot, but my boyfriend's in the other room. Me, Erica, and you. Right after this. Where's everybody's we'll test? Put it on your OnlyFans. You only have to give us ten percent. <laughs> I got my test from June. I just went to the doctor in May. <laughs> that doesn't cut an important protocol. You gotta have okay. a seven day test. Oh, okay. Or depending on who you work with, the three-day test nowadays. Yeah, you know, that's more accurate because it takes 24 hours to come back. So why not get a clean test for your partner? Okay. We, next time you come. <laughs> so, You're like, noted. <laughs> <laughs> we took these this morning. <laughs> okay. Um, red flag. Men. Oh. All of them. Oh. oh. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, pregnancy. Not for me. You know, no children for you on the horizon. You're not right now. I mean, I'm not. If it happens, it happens. But I feel like I don't really need a child to like make me feel fulfilled in life. Right. But if I was in the right situation, which no situation I think is right, but not right now. Religion. Interesting. Only fans. A lot of money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Financial independence. Yes. Um, most pain you've been in that wasn't physical? 
a heart I mean a heartache a heartbreak Heartbreak. I guess but I guess it felt physical but uh, yeah (laughs) got physical I've been there before (laughs) trigger warning (laughs) I'm divorced (laughs) God I'm sorry that happened Um, favorite trait about yourself that I'm honest just unapologetically myself cannabis great time Where's the backwood? Did we smoke the whole thing? Girl, the backwood is strong. I put it out. Bitch, I'm trying to get... (laughs) Okay, I'll roll another one. I haven't Um, nailed the backwood, so I'm going to roll another one. Perfect. Um, Hairy pussy. Not for me. No? No. Are you all your fully... I like like the reverse smell. It Party on top, business on the bottom. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that a hairy asshole? No, 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 because see, like, back in the day, like, I used to have, like, a little patch on the top so I could pull it when I would, like, orgasm. But the bottom, everything that someone's going to eat and enjoy is all clean, you know? Oh, so business is clean. Yeah. I never tried pulling the pubes that I orgasm. Is this, like, is this yeah. like, hack? It just felt great. I don't know. I just need an extra, I don't know. Wow, this is... <laughs> We need to do sex tips with Alexis. Yeah, um, that's what we're going to do for, uh, for Patreon. Actually, so. we're going to just keep you for two minutes and give us some sex tips because I yeah, have I don't no know. Idea. She has a lot of tips. It might be 20, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Join Patreon to hear Alexis's, Alexis yeah. Texas sex tips because I have questions already about pulling pussy for orgasms. Pulling pussy here. Pulling hey, pussy I got here. you, girl. I got you. I'll save your life again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The gift that keeps on giving. Love language. Ooh. Uh, physical touch. Pet peeve. Mm, liars. Favorite position? Doggy. Ho phase. College? I don't know. Does that really count? I don't know. With porn in college? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I, I asked you. Alexis, Texas. That's I asked you. I'm like, it was the, I don't know. I guess college kind of warmed up my ho phase, and then she blossomed into the greatest being of all. The greatest ho of all time. <laughs> greatest ho of the all time. The greatest ho of all time. The greatest ho of all time. Celebrity girl crush. Ooh, um, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, uh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. There was something sexy about her. I feel like she's she's like that mysterious energy. Energy, she's giving yeah. me like almost like Scarlett Johansson vibes. Yeah, there's I, like a mix. I feel like they're Scorpios. I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're just like me. They're just so mysterious and sexual. <laughs> um, <laughs> celebrity guy crush. Ooh, um, David Beckham. Mm. I just saw him on the internet yesterday. He's still he's fine. He's aging gracefully. I would definitely ride his face. Yeah. He's got lots of lines in his I face. I would help His you. wife could watch if she needed to. <sighs> she doesn't seem like she'd be down. I feel like she'd just like, be like, like so. really you just at you. You tie her up in the chair, make her a cuckold, and she doesn't need to be. You know Maybe I mean? it would be sexy. She's like a, I could see her as like a dominatrix. Yeah. She's bossing the... around what to do to her husband. Oh my God. That English help. accent. Sit down. Okay. I could see her wearing her pants and doing that. Suffocate Right? Yes, ma'am. I oh I just had a vision of their sex life. It's probably pretty sexy to watch. Although she's a little bony for me. No offense, you're not bony. Really you got curves. Hold yeah, on, Alice, actually, Hold I don't up. know his name. The guy that was in that the show on Netflix that was like the sex life. That was like oh that show Sex Life. Yeah, that the main guy, character. The main character. Yeah, he was very hot. I don't know if it was just because all the sex scenes they did in there, but it definitely I masturbated to that a couple of times. Mm, favorite. Oh, you said I already asked you favorite position, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, most toxic trait. Ooh. That I can get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All women. I always win. Monogamy? Um, tricky. Therapy? Great idea for everyone. <laughs> giver or receiver? <sighs> I'm more of a giver. Yeah. And last question. Biggest regret? Biggest regret, uh, I regret getting married, mm. for sure. I definitely had a split decision, but being on Catalina Island, there was no more <laughs> ferry going back, and so I was stuck there with all my family, and I knew it was a bad decision, but I still lived with the man, so I had to go home with him one way or another. And so, so you, you actually felt the regret on the, your wedding day? Yeah, mirror broke. Like, I got really yeah. high. Like, they kept playing my music. They didn't think I was going to come out, but I didn't hear it. Like, there was a lot of bad signs. <laughs> <laughs> Not they started playing my music, but I was Not too high. Q. I missed the cue of my own wedding. They're like, my girlfriend came. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, what? No one came and got me. I'm like, nobody. <laughs> Where the fuck is the wedding planner? That should have been a sign for him, too. Like, well, that's what they thought I wasn't going to come out. The, the first thing signed for me really was the mirror. The wind broke the, like, blew the mirror down. I was like, oh, this is going to be a bad day. So then I got, I drank champagne. And you're like, it'll be fine. And I got divorced three years later. But, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was a good try, I guess. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, that was probably the only regret that I have. Most times I say I don't like to regret anything. You got to try things once. Yeah. I don't What's think. your favorite Make drug? Spice. My favorite drug, weed. Weed is definitely like, I feel like it's like my medicine. I say I'm very like, I have high anxiety. So I feel like I don't, not a pill person. I like to smoke myself into, um, my sanity and not want to kill people. Um, and then I have microdose here and there, which I kind of have been entertaining with that the last year. Like the back. Oh my God. That's what I, have you ever had a vanilla backwood before? Yeah, they're good. Um, I recently started microdosing too, because I always like go hard or go home kind of mushroom Pills experiences. Pills or gummies? I've just been eating the chocolate. Okay. I probably need to have like a more regulated um, process, but I literally just take a half a bite of the chocolate uh, instead see, of the full. <laughs> see, I was always like a hypochondriac to anything like new. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to like trip because I've never fully had a trip. But these ones I took were these, they were pills, but that showed you what a microdose was and what you would do if you, or how many it would take to like be in a full like state of like. Yeah, these whatever. ones do that too. But it's, you know, everyone's body, t- everyone's. The way people break down and metabolize sure. shit, everything hits different. Just like edibles, I mean, yeah, you never. I never. It's always tricky. I always get high like way after, and I'm you like, you oh, kind fuck. of experiment. <laughs> but definitely, I feel like a lot of people. I feel like it helps. I feel like microdosing definitely like resets your mind of like what the world should look like in a sense, and not that it's like butterflies and rainbows, but it's like just like everything's not so bad. And just like show spread love and just be kind and just like you could get a lot further in life just being angry. So for me, it's just, I feel like we've released a lot of things where I'm just like, why you want to, you want to cut me off? Go ahead. You know, if you think about it, like plant medicine in general, that's, that's what it does. It plants you, it grounds you. It makes you feel like even connectedness. I think that's probably why a lot of people smoke weed too, because it helps just bring you back down yeah. and it doesn't even when you think about it, it it's like calms your nerves yeah feel like it kind of makes you just normal i feel like because me i'm always sometimes i'm very anxious so that's why anything upper for me you could definitely tell i'm like with too many red bulls i'm like like my first season of my podcast you could definitely tell that i took a lot of red bull i took a lot of maybe i can only have one a day because i talk a lot so just like then i start to talk faster so we just is Slow it down. The mushroom too. I think mushrooms it makes you like see things clear, like um, slowing down your life. Like I'm like, oh, there's like a, appreciate. There's a flower on the thing, and I'm like, I don't think I ever looked at that, and I walk here a hundred times, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, you start to appreciate what's around you, be more present for sure. Caring about the things that actually matter. Very true. Not some shit outside of you. What is um, an affirmation that you can share with our? Our tribe today. My affirmation is, which I used to have in front of my door, which you guys probably saw that it was uh, toward towers, is love yourself first. Love yourself first. It's like love how you first. on the airplane, like, you know, when you're going down, you have to put your oxygen on yourself first before you can help anybody else. Because if we don't love ourselves first and pour back into ourselves, then we can't correctly pour back into others. Do you have a, like a pleasure, pleasure ritual? Like if you're going to masturbate or like what's your pleasure ritual? A pleasure ritual. Um, normally, I don't. I'm just normally. I feel like I go like I masturbate usually before bed because I'm usually extra horny at night. So I always have candles. So it's, I'm always like a mood person or like scents and things like that. And I have like ambiance, like lighting. Um, but I feel like that's an everyday if I'm masturbating or not. Um, but yeah, I think it's just the mindset of just like me time. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, I'm high. I just got really high. You're right. Backward, I told you the backward is you not You did play. it. Thanks. Thanks. I'm high. Welcome. Um, oh, wait, we pulled a card. So let's do our tarot real quick. Oh, yeah, and okay. I like this. see what the cards have to say. The cards have to say. Alexis, what did you pull? King, King of Pentacles. Oh, wait, I think I already King of Pentacles in I have, Oh, you did you? Okay. Oh, wait. Then I started looking. Oh, here it is. Oh, Okay. Well, we can talk about it upright or reversed. You want to do that reversed? Reverse. Okay, let's go for it then. You ready? I'm ready. The King of Pentacles, financially inept, obsessed with wealth and status, stubborn. <laughs> is that you, bitch? That's me, bitch. That's <laughs> me. Hello, I'm the Alexis. problem. It's me. <laughs> Hello. As long as you can have a helicopter to take us to Catalina <laughs> Island, I say go. keep going. I'll be Daddy Texas. <laughs> Daddy Texas. That's what I. That's my like my dom name, Daddy Mila. I like it. 
Um, upright, it means wealth, business, leadership, discipline, and abundance. So we can take both, but if we're, to, if we're going reverse, because I am a Gemini, so you know, it's the best of both. Okay. Know? And I was going to say, and reverse always has a lesson. It's never, it's not usually always just overarching negative. Yes. So the King of Pentacles reverse asks you to look at your relationship with money and wealth. On the one hand, you may not be managing your wealth well. You may attract large sums of money through your business, enterprises, or a high flying career. But as soon as cash hits your bank account, it's on the way out again as you splurge on expensive items like helicopter rides to Catalina, or invest in (laughs) high-risk opportunities. You are not treating your money with respect and instead need to draw upon your self-discipline and control so you can save for the future while still enjoying the fruits of your labor. On the other hand, you may be putting money before anything else, negatively impacting your relationship and well-being. You may be a workaholic, over-investing in wealth creation and neglecting your loved ones. You may do anything for an extra buck, even if it means selling your soul and integrity. You may be so immersed, impressed by other people's status and social position that you not know to, that you kowtow to anyone above you while dismissing anyone below you. At times, the reversed king of pentacles represents someone who is very stubborn and rigid in his approach. When this king shows up in a reading, look at your life. Are you feeling stuck in a rut? Has life become so predictable and routine that it is completely dull and lifeless? This does not sound like you, bitch. This is why I want to move. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe so. Yes. Being grounded is a good thing, but give yourself permission every now and then to break free or do something different. You don't have to be so serious all the time. Received. Mm. Received. So just do it. Yes, just Go do for it. it. You know what? Do it. You do have, it. like, you have no children. <laughs> I always tell people, tell. kids, run, go, spread your wings. everything. Everyone that I like, <laughs> talk to, because this is a, like a last six months type of thing where it's like, I've been feeling like, um, I'm not sure like where I want to be. And I've been here for 16 years. So it's like, I don't know. I feel creatively I've done what I've needed to do here, but I feel like my wings are ready to go somewhere else. Oh, no. Well, wherever you go, New York or Miami, we'll come visit you. We'll come visit you. We'll be there. We'll be there. We'll have to do another podcast. For sure. Have to do another girls' night, you know? Actually, a girls' night. We haven't had one yet. I'm presenting this thing since the Catalina, you know. Even though it's said I can't go with a helicopter, we're still getting a helicopter. We're getting it. No, it's (laughs) It's done. You said it. You worked really hard to get you can get a, get a helicopter. You worked really hard to get us a <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> I like it. We'll pay for so we'll, we'll pay for the beach club when we get there. <laughs> I, I, I want to enjoy the fruits of your OnlyFans labor. <laughs> Come on, boy. You want to be a sugar mama? You want to be a sugar baby? Uh, okay, what do you want? What do you want to take, Alexis? What do you need from me? I'm not, I don't really listen very <laughs> well, but I'll try for you. <laughs> I like that. Trying is the first the first step. God, okay. I am a submissive for men, usually not for women, but we I can work on it. Daddy Texas likes to be submissive sometimes. Okay, well, then it works out. <laughs> <laughs> now you're suddenly a switch. <laughs> wink, wink. She's, like, she's planting her seed. She's like, I'm going to make this happen. Anyway, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you this for having so me. wonderful. Yes, I've loved the conversation. It's great getting to like know you guys, too, within my sexuality and business. Like The questions, I think, are really great coming from women. I think that you know sometimes I feel like, again, the porn gets kind of a – taboo type thing but i think again it's a more educational and like experience based and it's like it should just be fun amen it's just a job awareness amen. you know that's all this month's about right for you listen sex we you can't make put rules around how you want to explore your sexual pleasure people monetize for horrible things why can't we monetize our sexual pleasure exactly us having autonomy over our bodies and feeling empowered by that so shout out to amen you sister can you tell the people where they can find you? Uh, you can check out my podcast, Private Talk with Alexis Texas. You could follow me on my Instagram, White Girl Politicking with the G. Um, yeah, that's my my OnlyFans, Alexis underscore Texas. That's where all the naughty things go, and that's about all. And if you're a patron, we are going to have a little after dark with Alexis, so she can give us those sexy, sexy tips. tips. See you guys next time. You guys know where to find us. Uh, Good moms underscore bad choices on Instagram. We are also going on tour. Our first stop is LA on October 21st. Come see you girls. And we also just announced new dates for Costa Rica. We are, our first date sold out so quick. We had to, we had to add some new dates. And so we are going to be in Costa Rica for the Good Vibe Retreat August. I'm sorry, July 31st through August 6th and August 8th through the 13th. You don't want to miss this. You've been hearing us talk about it forever. You keep saying you're going to come. You have plenty of time. Payment plans available. Low deposit. 
Don't make no more excuses. I don't want to hear your excuses, bitch. Because now you got almost one year to figure it the fuck out. Love yourself first. That's love first yourself first, bitch. Anyway, I didn't mean to yell at you like that. I do love you. Um, but make sure you click the link in this episode description. Please go subscribe to our YouTube channel, rate and review this episode, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.